Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara and I'm here with my brother and co-host Devin. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Three hellos today. I like it. (laughs) For all the three people that are listening. (laughs) Hey, we have at least five people listening. I like it. All right, yeah. Well, I had a couple more for you, so you're good. All right, what do you got for us? Let me uh, line it up here. I want to say okay. it correctly. All right. Here we go. Life feels a lot like a test I didn't study for. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed early. Usually I try to hold the laugh, but <laughs> No, I'm sorry if people have seen that on I've never heard that quote. I've never heard and that. I, quote. I, yeah. I I saw it looking through general quotes and blah 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 and I think it's on some things like a lot of the popular quotes. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if it's like a quote you saw on a t-shirt in like Walmart. Right. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. I don't know. I just liked it. We don't have to go into a whole life thing, but I, it, it was funny. It, it is kind of true. Like all of a sudden you show up and you're like, oh no, what is this? Yeah, right. Exactly. I have no idea how to tackle this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, shoot. I didn't realize we had a test today. <laughs> Crap. I didn't study. <laughs> I didn't realize we had some new life thing to do today. I didn't know this life thing. <laughs> yeah. And you get like, thing? you get. You know, it's it's like you know what's going to happen because people tell you, but you're not really ready for it. You know, it's like the, <laughs> like the test. Like you kind of know the like what's on the test because you've learned it in class, but you know, like you're not ready to jump into it. And like then all of a sudden you're held accountable for knowing it really well. <laughs> right, but it's also some, it's also something you can kind of cheat on because, like you said, I'm going to spoil what you said. We're going to talk a little bit about Father's Day because yeah. this is going to come out right before Father's Day. Um, if you're lucky enough to have a handy dad or just right. a father who's still in your life, you can call him up if you're not sure and be like, Hey, have you done this? Have you seen this? <laughs> it's like you go into the test and you got a little cheat. It's call a friend or whatever. So it's like call a yeah, dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire? If, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm call, call your dad. Him. Hey, what, what is this? Have you, do you know of this? Yeah, 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 I got it. You know, 
<laughs> yeah. It was like last week we called dad to get that song name. We're like, what's the song name? Yeah. <laughs> Here, we'll do it. I'll, yeah, we'll do it right for away. the uh, listeners and see if you can get the song. Ah. Now I kept saying that part of the song. I thought I didn't think it was, but that's how I remember it was Charlie Rose. Charlie Rose. Yeah. So so if you if you know the song, um I will I will post uh, Instagram post tomorrow talking about the podcast. So if you're listening, you can go on that onto that post and respond with the the name of the oh. song, the <laughs> yeah. name and the and the band. <laughs> it's not it and rhymes the first with person Charlie Rose. Gets pinned to the top. Yeah, right. Hey. <laughs> Charlie Rose. <laughs> Sorry, if you hear some banging on the podcast, I got ants running around the table. So oh, that's good. Battling. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's kind of a losing battle. Yeah, I know, <laughs> just killing I'm them one by fight. one. I'm gonna fight. <laughs> You're like, they're not walking on my tabletop. No. <laughs> yeah, we did pretty good. We had ants in our kitchen for a little while, and then you know, I mean, obviously we live out in the country, so there's always like, you know, we have different different seasons of different uh, bugs. So we had <laughs> we had ants for a while. They started to get a little bit out of hand, so we put down the little ant traps, and then they went around, went away completely for like three months. And then just the other day, I saw a couple of ants again. I was like, dang it. They're back. Okay. You have to send me uh, which one you got. Cause yeah. Well, we'll do. It's good. Down. Yeah, it worked well. It's just like the little, I forget the name. I think it's like, uh, I forget. It's a target on it, and it's a liquid bait. They're really good. I think we ordered okay. them. I got them from Amazon. You know, like, um, it was like a 12-pack or something. But wow. they, so it worked well. Give me the, the exact link. I will do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it was a day day turnaround. Which it's funny, I'm I'm uh, used to that now, you know, with Amazon being so like Prime being like free shipping and you know next day delivery, all this stuff. It's so convenient. Yeah. I was thinking, I think maybe four years ago, I ordered a pair of sailing gloves online, and it took it like it took them like two months to get to me. Now that obviously <laughs> was not normal, you know. Even then, even two years ago, it should have been like a week four, or maybe or two weeks or something. Ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, four years ago. Um, but I was just thinking because I was looking for another pair because I, as the trimmer or the grinder, people like I, I my hands are always on sale lines and like always, um, you know, letting sales in and out, trimming lines like the entire time we're racing. I have sale lines in my hand, and uh, so my gloves get worn out pretty quickly. My sailing gloves, and I just wore a hole through my ones that I got at the, I think the wow. beginning of last season or maybe the the end of the previous season. So I'm usually about like. One and a half seasons, good. Now I also sail two nights a week, so you know, it's I, I do a little bit more. But um, yeah. So I just looked to see like what I could get for another pair of the gloves, and you know, like I just search the gloves that I want, and then you know, Google gives me all the Amazon links and stuff, and you know, four out of the six that pop up are all Prime, and they're all next day delivery. I'm like, oh, that's so nice, <laughs> so convenient. <laughs> and then we uh we ordered. Go ahead new Teva flip-flops the other day. It was like maybe last week, and Nicole was like, yeah, they'll be here on Tuesday. I was like, oh, great. And then Tuesday rolled around, and they weren't here. I'm like, what's going on? Where are they? And she's like, no, I think they meant next Tuesday. I was like, that's ridiculous. Next a week Tuesday. and a half? What? 
<laughs> I could what go to the store and get by them. horse. <laughs> right, what yeah. is this? And then they showed up today. I was like, okay, I guess that's all right. Yeah. Thursday, two days later, <laughs> they came early. <laughs> that's oh, crazy. Um, yeah, I've been spending every... I, I've gone to Home Depot pretty much every day this week. It's just one of those things where you, you don't know what you need until you kind of run into it. Yep. We're redoing the uh, the dining room and doing all new lights and stuff. And we had to decide between, because we need, the ceilings are low. So they're all like dome lights. That's about all you can get in there without hitting your head. But right. yeah, we had to decide whether the traditional ones that need to be, usually they're like five or six inches thick just because you need to fit two bulbs in them, right? Um, but now they have these LED panel ones. So mm. we actually went with that, which is really nice. And they're only, they're like half the size of a, a normal one. Nice. Yeah. So you can get them and a lot, like more flush to the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. More flush. Yeah. And it just right. you kind of modern. And the, the color temp is the same. Like we went for a warm, we like, we like those warm lights in yeah. the house. Um, yeah, definitely. and we weren't sure. We're like, well, the thing is if you, that something, if it breaks, you gotta get a whole new one. Like it can't right. just be a bulb out. It's the LED panel. Yeah. The whole thing's gone. But for the price it is, I mean, it's. I think it was thirty six dollars. So yeah. if something really did go wrong, apparently it's supposed to last for forty five years. Oh dang! That's, that's nice. what these LEDs <laughs> are supposed to. But if they don't, it's not such a big deal because it was thirty six bucks. I mean. If two bulbs go down now, two LED bulbs go down, it's almost ten bucks anyway, you know. Right. Yeah. But so, we just decided to go with that because those space was more of an issue, you know. Yeah. We wanted to have it as flush as we could get without doing some type of uh, uh what do you call it? Um, like up a, in the uh, ceiling. Yeah. Right. Inset or whatever. Uh, yeah. Recessed uh, lighting. Re- yeah. 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 Right. Which probably could do, but that that that's too much. Yeah, I mean that, and you know, like you said, when LEDs, they they have panels that are so. I mean, technically, they're like flat against the ceiling. You just have to have the mm-hmm. case around it, you know. So, we yeah. have like maybe inch and a half or something, or maybe two inches. Yeah, so you, know, you still have kind thing. of a nice, yeah. uh, still a, a real a short fixture. Glass, yeah, right. a glass dome and and steel surrounding or whatever, something like that. But um, it's not a uh, what they call a boob light. <laughs> I love the boob lights. <laughs> the boob with the nipple right in the middle. Yeah, the, the old boob lights. Areola. With a, yeah, it's great. Areola. <laughs> so um, you and you painted your ceiling too, right? Yeah, paint, painted the ceilings, painted the walls, doing the trim, getting everything done. It's nice. It always looks a nice, fresh. Yeah, a fresh coat of paint on everything. We're gonna then we're gonna put the new door and then work on that. And we got a bunch of stuff to do, so we're busy. Um, what was yeah. the uh what color did you do the room? Um it's a green gray. Okay. Kind of a light colored greenish with a little bit of gray in it. Okay. Nice. Um a warm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, a nice yeah, it's a it's nice. Um Yeah, works happy with it. Sweet. Nice. That's great. So I I was going to say do we want to before we go into father stuff? Yep. Do we want to talk a little about um, what we're shooting? I know we we've done that plenty. Yeah. And also a little bit of the other stuff we're gonna do. I know we can't say much about it with the right. brothers, but we can maybe like talk about what we're getting into. 
Sure. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll kick off with that. We haven't talked anything about this. Right. And I, yeah. I actually, we didn't even talk about talking about it, so we're just no, going to go ahead and, <laughs> and say some stuff because it could be something or it could be nothing, but we're going to do, mm-hmm. and if you've listened to this podcast, you know the Brothers Podcast that we've had are always right. fun and we get along and, and um, we can kind of get along and chat about anything, whether it's uh, interesting or not is, you know. Right. For us to decide, but right. we <laughs> but, can at least, but we have good uh, chemistry together, the four of yeah, us. Right, right, yeah, kind of known each other for a while. But <laughs> yeah. so my thought was, we do some type of um, travel show or right. or location kind of show where we do we go to a place and we go to do multiple things. So it's travel, but it's not going to be like since we all have different interests. I figured we'd each get to kind of do something in our interest. Right. And obviously yeah. that could be mixed around. And obviously if we went to eat somewhere, we'd all like that. And we'd all like right. to see certain things. But we'll all kind of head up an area of the trip and be like the leader of that part of the trip. Because yeah. also I was thinking, Dust, we don't want to have a million people talking at once if we don't have to. If we have one person knowing they're the one going in and like talking to the person. And, and you know, right. and the rest of yeah. us are kind of along with it. That'd be great. Right. Um, yeah, because I think inevitably, you know, with the four of us there, it'll turn into a conversation with everybody, but there'll mm-hmm. be someone leading it. You know, it's like, this is the thing that they know about. They can right. kind of talk about it and, you know, build all of our interests around whatever that thing is. Yeah. But yeah. the whole idea is a show with family, a positive show, a fun show. Uh, right. Yeah. No bullshit, fake drama um, right. that stuff I'm going to try, you know, we'll try to shoot it as much as we can without doing takes of stuff other than if it's like an intro or whatever yeah. like we do with you. But right. I don't want to like go through, oh, that was funny. Let's try to do it again. If we can get right. a better take, we'll just yeah. capture what we can. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully it's something good. <clears throat> and so we're, we might, we're going to see what we can do if, if we could get someone to pick it up and, 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 um, air it somewhere or show it or show it online or right. if we don't do that we might just put it up on youtube on the channel our craftsmanship and that's why i wanted to bring yeah. it up it might just be uh something new and if if it's really cool maybe we could switch it up and start another channel but it, it will be it'll probably live on the art of craftsmanship channel just yeah. as a companion piece to what we do and then also yeah to the podcast which is kind of funny yeah, like uh, something from the podcast is coming <laughs> the brothers. Onto yeah the channel. Like, well, it's that was like from this. Yeah, like when we helped Derek with the uh, the the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, like whenever and helped him out, and that was the brothers, and we were kind of you know helping him tear down some stuff. That was on our channel, right? Wasn't it? That was on mm-hmm. so this. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I think it was. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. So you know, something like that, because I think also that's another thing that I've I've wanted to. Well, I don't know if I wanted to do, but something that I like about some other channels where people, where they can kind of do whatever they want, you know, like it doesn't always have yeah. to be the same thing because it's just the, it's like, you know, you, you have obviously an audience that we're, you know, pandering to quote unquote, but you know, we have an audience that is expecting a certain thing and we have, have built that type of community. Well, there it is <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with, you know, with what we do. 
So we don't want to stray too far, but you know, again, like you were saying, if this is something where we're going to go somewhere and there's going to be something like in my interest and something in yours, someone in Derek interests and drew interested in, you know, that's like something that we all like. So it's going to be something interesting anyway. And so, you know, and family, like we've kind of promoted that on our channel, working together, doing different things. So it's really just like enjoying what's around us. And, you know, the art of craftsmanship is just, is like taking everything and looking at the craftsmanship part of it, right? That there's like Mm -hmm. a certain level of professionalism and pride in what we do. And that's what the art is, right? It's that the art is the craftsmanship. It is like taking pride in what you do and making something that you can be proud of and doing something that you can be proud of. And I think we are, definitely proud of our family and, and the relationship we have and something that I think we could push and that push that relationship as well as like being, like you said, like something that's positive and there's not drama and there's not like, we're not trying to work up some type of, you know, real funny thing to like, right. You know. Like when any other family you see on one of these shows, like throwing stuff at each other and screaming, right. That's yeah. not what it's going to be. And we're not going to, I mean, we're not exactly sure. We're, we're, we're gearing up to shoot some stuff for an intro soon. Right. And and get some of that stuff down. And then we're going to go take a trip. I guess we'll talk about more of that after we get it done. Um, but we're, we're doing some stuff and it's going to be fun. And we'll probably have, um, I would love to each trip find a maker or, yeah. a, or a craftsperson. Right. Yeah. Go to like a shop or something. And or, it, yeah. Know, that, right. that, and, you know, we don't have to pigeonhole you, Dustin, into being right. the person who visits like the shop. <laughs> you might really want a good burger or something. In yeah, right. Exactly. You know, but yeah. or go to a cool antique mall, or you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, or go mm-hmm. you know to like, yeah, just people doing things. You know, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, right. I agree. And and also, so I've been, you know, I I love travel shows and food shows, the yeah. the well done ones like. Uh, obviously, Anthony no, Bourdain, reser- no, yeah, yeah, no reservations. Anthony Bourdain, and, right. um, Rick Steves, all the stuff through Italy. That's a little <laughs> the, bit more the classic. Like, yeah, but that's yeah. classic. Yeah, Rick yeah, Steve's and great. he does such a good job, and um, he's so natural. Like it feels just like him. You know, you're like, yeah. Oh, there's uh, uh, somebody feed Phil is really good. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess I, well, that's gonna be my early recommendation. There you go. Oh. I got one in. Dang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on on Netflix, really good. He's the guy who uh, created Everyone Loves Raymond. Or with, uh, with oh right what's yeah, his name? Um, but he's kind of goofy, but it shows super positive and and he's enjoying everywhere he is. Um, the only thing is, a lot of these shows, I, I don't know, like when they do the scenes where they have to dress up in goofy things and like help out with the thing. Yeah, right. I, I don't. I mean, I guess that's good TV, but it's, <laughs> I don't know if I want to jump in and do that. I mean, it, it, I guess it would be good to like jump in and try stuff out, but. Yeah, yeah, you not know, to, like not to it, be. I I don't know. It's kind of funny, but as long right. as you make it like, because a lot of those times those people are treated like children. Like, right. hey, why don't you come in and try to pull this line up, or why don't you try to yeah, right uh, fold this uh, piece of food that this old lady's done her whole life? You know what I mean? I guess it's right, good exactly. Content, yeah, yeah. We'll I know see. what you're saying though. There's yeah, there's a certain amount of like, um. <sighs> I don't know. It's almost almost like you're. It's like a. It's a trope. Like it's. Yeah. A, right. It's right. a thing that everyone has to do. And maybe watch. We we record, or we go somewhere that we're gonna go and we do a whole one and we're like, it's kind of right, boring. Yeah. I think we need to set some things up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Maybe we should have put on the funny hat and gone and done the thing. <laughs> this is yeah. why people do these things. Oh, I see. Right. It, yeah. It, but again, it almost. 
it just feels almost like insulting, you know, like almost insulting to the people who do it. Yeah, right. Like, you know? oh, here, look, wait, do you want to try one? Like, right. I've yeah. I've made these baskets for thirty years. Would you like to try to weave one? Like, right. Yeah, because the people who are going into those shops, like for the first time to start a job there, they're not they're not folding baskets the first day. Right. They're like sweeping the floors and like, you know, just watching or like they're just dipping like reed into water. You know, it's like so you go through a whole apprentice program to get these certain levels and then, you know, but, you know, if we say we go to like a glass blowing, you know, studio or something, right, right. blowing the tube while they're doing or something like that, you know, or trying things out, like trying out doing yeah, something like that, like right. that would so be fun, craft- like actually trying something, right, trying part of the right. craft. Or, you know, if we learn something or if we go to, like, a boat builder, you know, and, like, okay, we're, like, you know, there might be certain things that you could do, like, help, help you know, put, like, steam bend something or, you know what I mean? Like, you know, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's certain things that we know you're, you're better at certain things. Right. Or I can do this and the boys can do this and that, you know, so if you're actually good at those things or close to it. Right, yeah. You know, then you can try stuff out. So, uh, so uh, we have yeah. that. Um I got a, we got a friend coming into town who we're going to chat about. He's done a bunch of reality stuff. We're going to talk with him and yeah, figure out how we want to do it and shoot some stuff. And I think you guys will really like him and, and we'll have nice. a good time. He's a a great guy and we're going to see what we can do. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm excited. That was, it was, it's been fun to kind of think about it. And we had kind of a brainstorming session with the four of us over over a zoom call, you know, maybe a month and a half ago or so. And yeah. that was fun. Just talking about the different opportunities and things and, and hearing our brother's willingness to do stuff and not do other stuff, you know, <laughs> you know, like, eh, you know, and that's how it is, right. That's how we are. It's like, we're all different, but we also are all very similar. So, yeah. you know, it and makes, but, it makes so, for a fun, I think fun time together. Yeah. We, we can encourage each other to do this stuff. So it's probably going to be a lot right. of that. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, so we just want to put out some more positive content, and we'll we'll see where we can put it. And if nothing else, it'll end up on YouTube, and we'll try it out. And if hopefully people like it, we're going to try to go. We haven't decided yeah. the the length of it. I mean, it's right. obviously going to be a half an hour or an hour. Right. Um, yeah. That's all stuff we can, you know, technical stuff we can talk about. But I'm I'm yeah. just really I've been excited thinking about a new type of project. Right. Yeah. Like a new thing to do that's. Still involving all of us. I have not been excited about being on camera and like <laughs> not <past>. having, <laughs> not having any like. I really want to set up shots. Right. Yeah. And like, I just, I really just want to do that. And I'll get excited about the show, and then remember that I gotta be like in front of the camera as well. Right, but it, yeah. it has to be that, or it's, it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. It has to be us for. Um, all on camera, yeah. All on camera, and I think I don't think anyone's ever done that, right? Four siblings, kind of travel show thing. I I cannot find it that it's been done. Maybe I've seen there's like the father and son thing. There's like the brothers right. thing. There's obviously yeah. the amazing race thing where they do get family together. But I'll never think I've seen four adult siblings. <laughs> maybe it's, it's just, maybe it's most people it's just hard to get everyone together. Yeah, or people right, exactly. get along. But yeah. <laughs> for for this part in time we're all in the same state yep we're all getting along so we can we might as well try it now we're all here yeah no i agree i think it'll be fun and like you said we're going to start off small start with something here in maryland or in baltimore and you know and then expand from there see what it does you know and even if it turns out to being like it's just a little mini vacation that we do once a year and we go somewhere and try something out you know like 
why not? We all we all get along so well, you know, when we're together, and we have such a fun time. And we laugh, you know, our asses off the whole time, and so <laughs> it'll be yeah, right. If you know, we'll just uh, lie some to type of competition. Wi- yeah, right. Yeah, lives <laughs> lie to our wives and, and children and say we we have to go. We're shooting our show. <laughs> They're like, you left your camera at home. What happened? Like, oh, yeah. other people have cameras. <laughs> yeah, we got a whole crew. We got a whole crew. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Discovery didn't pick it up again, babe. Maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> the getter better go back and try it again. Yeah, yeah. And I like I like the idea of of mixing in different stuff onto the channel, I, or at least like I don't know. Um, I was talking to Sean about doing. Um, he's he's redoing his shop as well. He's like moving into his new place, and he's doing a shop and. Um, I talked to him about doing like a vlog series while he's doing it for his YouTube channel because he just like, he, he just fell underneath the number of hours needed to stay monetized for a six month period. Mm -hmm. Um, because he's just been like, you know, working on his house nonstop since like the, like October, you know? So he doesn't have any time. He put out one video in that time frame, but he's underneath under the, the hours limit. And so they demonetized his channel. Um, so I was like, well, why don't you just do like a vlog style thing where, you know, because having the time to edit is tough, you know, if you're doing like more produced videos. So I was like, well, just try to try to do it as much free form as possible, like in, in, in order, you know, so walk in, have your phone, do it vlog style, talk about what you're working on today and post it, you know, and then maybe you edit, maybe you have to edit together, you know, a dozen shots or something and put in your intro and then like just go. And like, because like so many people do that and then you can just build back up that consistency again, you know, and have people follow along because that type of story is fun. And, you know, I think the, the more, the more you can be consistent, but also have some variety where, where people expect variety on the channel, then they're not like turned off by something new, you know? Yeah. So, so I've thought about that. Like I was talking with him about that and I was like, that's something that I would have liked to do. And something that we've kind of talked about with getting the GoPro where I could set up and do some stuff in the shop on my own. And it might, it'll still be, you know, like it'll still be us, but it'll just be, it'll look a little different. And the more we just like mix those things in, then people just expect, you know, there's not an expectation for like a certain thing every single time. Right. You know, and I think it's, and, and like, yeah, there's, we have a, we have an audience that we built up, but they also, you know, by this point, if they're still there and they've been with us for a while, it's, they're with us because they like us, you know, like, mm. yeah, the, the stuff we make is cool, but it's also like the personality and the, and the, like the way we do stuff. So, you know, I think we can mix in some more stuff and I just think that's, yeah. I think that's good for people to do. I like it. So, yeah, know. yeah, we got, we're going to, we're going to pump out more stuff. We got a bunch <laughs> of videos coming we're, we're we've been shooting, got a bunch of ideas, we're talking about sponsors. We're doing, getting yep. all type of stuff going. If we get a certain sponsor that we're looking into, mm-hmm. we're definitely going to be, we're going to have to get <laughs> a certain amount of videos done anyway. Right. So yeah. push it forward. We'll get those. And we probably won't put the sponsorships on the, you know, if we, the smaller videos right off the bat. Cause right. we want to, yeah. we want to give, if we ever decide to take sponsors, we want to give them the best shot we can at getting, a lot of views and our, our best, right. our best yeah. videos because we want to keep, we want to keep sponsors if we can get it and uh, keep right. us yeah. pushing us more. And then I really want to make sure we give value to the sponsor. Obviously, right. they don't necessarily, you know, they have 
a lot of these places have a million YouTubers that they sponsor. Mm-hmm. But we want to give as much value and figure out an interesting way to do it. And whether it's just in the middle of the video where we have the minute that you talk about whatever, yep. we can do that. And, and you can watch it or skip it, do what you want. But we'll try to mix it in a good way, as, as good as you can. Right. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that'll be that, but that's another thing we're we're heading into and trying to get yep. some stuff going and just move this thing along and do different yeah. stuff because I just want to continue to create and come up with things. And I oh I didn't tell you dust and we're, we're, I'm talking about I got um, chatting with Matt, our buddy Matt, who was on the podcast yep. a long time ago, um, getting him interested in doing some music for the the Four Brothers Travel Show. All right, so he's he's, nice. he's already working on that stuff nice so, i mean cool. we're gonna we're gonna have <laughs> you know we're gonna shoot the the thing we're gonna make it look as good as we can and and yeah and uh new music for it and the whole thing will be done as as well as we can do it but, but we're gonna have fun with it and uh i'm i'm excited i love i love new projects we're having yeah. a re- and i love having reasons to do like research like i've been right. watching a yeah. crap load of travel shows more than i normally do just every and just taking little bits and writing it down and oh that's good no i don't like that and this is stupid this is corny and man there are so many bad ones and 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 hopefully we can we can stand out a little bit but i'm just like with like the corny intros and like i i don't know it's 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 weird how many bad shows there are and we can be I mean, if they're going to pay for those, we can be one of their other bad shows. So yeah, go. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it'll be fun, and I think it's again just something that's interesting to you know do something else with the four with the four of us, and you know get together more often. It's we always have a good time, and I think that'll come across on the video, which, like you said, it's just we're interested in putting more wholesome, you know, quality content out there for people, and. Um, I think yeah. you have there's, it, it, there's an idea there that I think is somewhat original so it's always right fun. and it, I guess I mean it might or may not you know it may not be family programming it probably will so wholesome is that right. yeah. it's it's more it's more a positive thing and that right. is wholesome yeah right so I mean I don't know if we'll like pull our punches obviously we're not going to be nasty and say a bunch of weird things yeah we might curse on it but it all would depend you know like yeah right like yeah. how things would come up but yes just a put some positive stuff out there because I, I do I love it when I find one of those shows that are not fake you don't want we've talked about this all the time you don't want bullshit positivity you don't want fake um like there's Instagram positivity of like right. influencers quoting yeah. things. I know we quote a lot, but it's like this: like, <laughs> "Hey, have your life, do this, do that," and then yeah, the positive all, all affirmation stuff. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, that's that's fine. It's good. I mean, at least you're putting that out there, and I appreciate right. that. But you know, it's more of just uh, enjoying your time watching people. Right. Hopefully, who aren't obnoxious about it, right? And aren't trying to get you. We're not trying to get you to feel one way or the other, right? Yeah. We just want to show people enjoying places, and then hopefully that inspires other people to get together with their family, mm-hmm. go places, go do things. I right. think that will be the main, 
the main draw or just watch people have fun and go places and you know watch the food porn or whatever it is you know and enjoy. right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no, i agree and like you said it's that we're not trying to make it be something we're just trying to show you know like a positive time and a relationship between family members which hopefully that'll you know i so like my opinion and actually this can lead us into our talk a little bit about father's day um so my opinion on uh i don't know i guess the meaning of life right (laughs) (laughs) so what i've always kind of felt is that what i want to do is i want to be able to like i want to live a life and and leave behind a legacy of positivity right so i'm right. not trying and 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 i want to affect the people around me who i can and if that if that can be really wide and really broad based off of like our youtube channel or uh you know a tv series or a podcast then then why not try to affect a little bit broader spectrum right and just start, mm-hmm. try to leave some positivity so that way when i'm done and when i leave people look back and think that was a person who was a positive person and I would like to be more like that. You know, like mm-hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say that I'm the best person in the world, but I think I'm, I definitely am a very positive person. I know I'm like probably more positive than I would say, let's say 75% of the population <laughs> just to be humble. Right. <laughs> like I'm a really, ha- I'm a pretty happy guy and I'm pretty positive all the time and not because I'm naive, but because I've chosen to, I want that to be more my legacy that there's like a positivity that I was like caring and, and welcoming and uh, made people feel loved around me. Right. So, right. And as a father, what I wanted to do was to build up my daughter to be confident and positive to those around her. Mm. Right. Right. And especially as a father of a daughter, you know, like, how do you, like, there's all, there's all the like cliche, like, what are you going to do when she brings a boy home and you're going to be there with your gun or your knives or your axes for me, you know, or whatever. (laughs) But like, but my, my response to that is that I am doing everything I can do now while I can still influence her. And that will be what will, what, when she brings a boy home, I know that she'll bring someone who's, who's positive, right? Because she's had that to that. She's had love and positivity from me her whole life so she knows that a man can be that way right right so she's not looking for that from someone else because she knows that she's loved and that she is like a mm-hmm. is a positive person that she's wholesome and that she deserves the best and right. so like that's kind of my idea of this like legacy of what you do in the world and what we put out there so if that's like through you know like you said like i said like when we have the four of us together it's not because you know we're any better than anyone else, but we just have a really positive relationship with the four brothers. And I think that'll come across, right? So it's not, it doesn't have to be PG all the time, but it's because there's, there's as adults, there's fun that can be had. That's not PG, you know, it doesn't have to be, but it's still (laughs) like, it still shows a positivity and that like you can care for one another and be good people and, and like live a life that that's a a positive um, reflection on those around you. So, yeah, there's a feeling I get after I watch a certain type of show that just, right. you, we all have had it. You just kind of want to be in it, and then when it's over, you're a little, you're bummed out that you can't still be in it, you know, mm-hmm. and be with that person or that type of show. Right. When something really hits right, and is really, like, there's a couple of these shows that are, um, 
yeah, I mean, we keep using positive, but that's it. It gives you a, yeah. a great feeling when you're watching it and just uh, yeah. um, a, a good, happy feeling. And that's what we're just going to shoot for that and right. and not try to make it too heavy and just um, have a good time. So anyway, yeah, yeah. we didn't necessarily want to talk about that, but <laughs> that was good. why not? We'll, we'll open up into what we're trying to do and, yeah. and hopefully we can get some stuff out this year. Um, yeah, that'd be we're cool. Gonna, we're going to start shooting th- stuff and doing doing trips and it's going to be fun sweet so i had a question um what uh what do you think is the best part about being a dad or best parts things you enjoy um i think the best part for a father is the addition of something other than yourself obviously mm-hmm. you have a wife or not obviously you have yeah. <laughs> someone you care for that is right. the mother of your child mm-hmm. so that's already you start there and you get another person who you're caring for and it's not all about yourself anymore but having a kid it's like a whole nother thing that yeah. that goes in front of pretty much everything um so i i actually love that the focus that it gives you as a person an adult that you have to do these things right you have to take care of your baby and it it gives you a nice clear focus of what you have to do in life Mm -hmm. you don't really have very many like like why am i doing this why am i your focus is raising a child gives you You have this yeah you have a crystal clear meaning of why you're here um so i i love that and and obviously just playing with her every day is is awesome we have a great time doing all these things. Um, yeah, we just went up to uh, a new park. We went up to New Freedom Freedom PA. Mm-hmm. There's a park up there off the uh, hike and bike trail. Man, it's so cool. Nice. So like we just doing all trying all these playground things, and it, it man, it's it's just a blast. <laughs> so I I you know I guess I like the focus it gives me, and I love yeah having my daughter around and always having. It's just great, man. It's 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 so much fun. So much yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, with with um mothers, right? Like females feel a kinship to being a mother, right? That's like almost like a purpose in life, right? And obviously mm-hmm. that's a generalization, but being a mother is a huge part about being a female, right? To be able mm-hmm. to produce life out of your body. Mm-hmm. Um and men we like that's it yes it's our purpose to help with that but it's not really like as much right so then so when you become a father i think like you were said exactly it's it's that like meet that gives you a meaning like and that's very much the like father is the supporter of the family right there's like there's a driven there's purpose driven and that's i think that's men in general like we want to we want to fix something or we want to have a reason to do something right it's like just tell me what i'm gonna do and i'll do it like don't beat it around the bush. Don't like, don't, don't ask me why or what, just let me know what I need to do. You know, I'm happy to have a purpose, you know, like give me a purpose. Cause otherwise what's the purpose? Like women have the purpose of creating life inside their body. And then like, well, obviously right. we need to be there too. Like we have to help out with that, but, <laughs> but, uh, but there's, yeah. And then like, and I think that too, just being, knowing that, those two people now like depend on you completely obviously like 
you know, in, in our relationships I'm talking about, like, you know, there's, there's a dependence, not like, not that they couldn't do it without you, but you, they know because you're there that they can expect you to be there and that they're like, you're going to be there. Right. And Corinne and Nicole know that I'm going to be there. Mm. You know, if they need something, they know that I can do it, you know, or like they need comfort. Like we're there. And I think that's a huge part about being a father and especially being a father to a daughter, you know, having that like responsibility to, uh, to be, you know, someone who gives them that, like that support they need, but also treats, you know, teaches them to be, have self-worth. Right. I think that's the most yeah. important part, you know, I think, and there's two sides. People say, I mean, it is really hard. And then it's on the other side, it's like the easiest thing you'll ever do mm-hmm. <laughs> to be, in my opinion, to be a good parent, you just have to be there and yep. be loving. Obviously, there's a lot of things, but those are the big things. Be there and give them love. So to me, that seems like the most simple thing to do for my daughter who I love and I want to be around all the time anyway. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like the two easiest things to do. Obviously, there's a lot of other things that go into it. Right. There's a lot of stuff I'm going to have to deal with coming up and school and all this stuff where there's a lot of hurdles. And obviously, right when you first get the baby, it's difficult because you get no sleep and there's you're unsure and and a lot everything scares you like oh what is <laughs> should this be happening is this like yeah should she be laying on her belly on her side doing this right. doing that yeah exactly yeah but um yeah it's 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 great man and and i feel every step of the way and maybe it's cuz i have you guys as older brothers i see things that you have you get a wife and you yep. have kids and, and do these type of things. So every time I feel not broken down by it or limited by it, but I feel built up by right. getting those certain nice. steps in life and trying yeah. to get a full, a full healthy family. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I agree. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I think that, like you said, just being there and showing them love. I was, uh, I was actually, um, we were going to shoot today and then kind of last minute, Nicole told me, she was like, oh yeah, you know, or like, she was like, what time are you going over to the porters to help watch the kids? And I was like, what? <laughs> like <laughs> I apparently had been volunteered to help. So, um, mm-hmm. our, our wives, our friends' wives could all go out together, which, you know, they don't get to do all that often. So, um, yeah, so I, we ended up not shooting, but when I was there, we were having dinner and all the kids were there and it was Sean and I, and then the, the four kids plus the toddler and Emery Sean's son was eating and he was like, we had sausages and, um, and like a salad and a fruit salad was for dinner. So reading everything and he ate most of his fruits out and he ate his sausages and he didn't really want to eat much of his regular salad. And Sean was like, no, you got to eat your salad. Like you have to eat it. It's like the only thing left in your plate. You haven't eaten it at all. And like, you know, he said it to him. And then at one point, Sean went to go take Alistair, the toddler to take him to bed. And Emery's like, can I be done? I was like, no, you got to eat more of your salad. Right. And I was like, well, I was like, how about you eat all this stuff? And I like poked a bunch of stuff on one fork and I was eating. And then he was kind of like, I don't want, I'm so full. I can full all the way up. And I'm like, and I told him, I was like, why do you think we're eat making you eat this salad? Right. Like it's not, we're not making you eat it because we just think you need to eat salad. Right. Because it's it's not for no reason. It's because we want you to have the right food and the right nutrients and the healthy part of the meal. You need to eat this because it's healthy and we only want the best for you. 
So when your dad tells you you have to eat this, it's not because he wants you to feel bad and sit at the table when the other kids are playing. It's because you have to eat it. Because if you don't eat it, you're not going to be healthy and you're not going to grow up strong. And he was like, okay. And he was like, all right, I'm going to imagine that it's a rainbow pancake. And I was like, perfect. Eat it. Green rainbow <laughs> pancake. You know, it was a bunch of salad. But like, you know, it was that, that idea. It's like everything that we do is because everything that a parent does is because they love their child. Hopefully. Right. Right. I was going to say, hopefully. Yeah. Right. You know, that's the responsibility of the parent is to do everything they can for the better of their children, the betterment of their children. And all those things you do, although the kids might not like it sometimes, it's not, we're not doing it just because we want to, you know, it's not, it's not just fun to have a, 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 like a person who's annoyed with you. (laughs) If it, (laughs) if we only wanted to have fun, we'd let you do whatever you want and we would just have fun, you know, like. But that's not what parents do. Parents do what they need to do because they, they are showing love, right? They're being there and they're loving their child as best they can at all the times. And that sometimes is just like you do what you have to do because you know you have to raise this child to be a healthy, successful person as an adult and do what you got to do. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's fun. I love, you know, I love that. I love the experience of just doing things with Corinne, with my daughter, and and as she gets older and more confident, and you know, she's proud and like she does stuff and like she wants to, you know, she like wants to race me because she thinks she's faster, and you know, like as she gets bigger, <laughs> there's like different things. I'm like, all right, good luck, you know. I'm I'm actually really proud. She's she's been going to piano lessons for the last I think, five years or so. So she's she's much better on piano than I ever have been. Right. Because she knows it. she reads music. She plays it. Like, even though she's not super advanced, like she's, she knows it really well. And it's, and it makes me proud to know that she's better at me than that. Right. Cause like <laughs> up until that point, there was nothing really that she was better than me at. Right. Cause it's just like, as an adult, I have all this experience and I'm a pretty like, like sporty person. I've always been good at sports and good at things. I'm pretty good at things that I put my hands to. Um, but I'm like really proud. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's so cool. And she'll play something. I'm like, Oh, that's great. You know, excuse me. Like, that's awesome. Like, tell me what you're looking at. Where, you know, if you're looking at this note, where's that on the piano? And she knows exactly where it is. And she can like play without looking at the, it's just, it's, it's makes me proud. And it's also like an interesting thing, right. To have her be like, Oh yeah, you're better than I am at this. Like, you're really <laughs> right. good. <laughs> like, good job. <laughs> it's fun. Maeve is better at pooping in her pants than I am. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. She's really good at pooping in her pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was another thing I had written down, written down like girl dads versus boy dads. Um, when <laughs> when Nicole got pregnant, um, I was uh, – Corinne, my daughter, was is the oldest out of our brother's children, right? So the oldest cousin – and I was definitely, I definitely wanted a boy. You know, I was like, I want a boy. You know, I'm from a family of four boys. My dad has three brothers or has a brother. His brother has three sons. You know, we have a, a, the O'Hara line is strong in men, in males, you know? So <laughs> I was like, I want a boy. And, uh, and I was like all about having a boy, like had a boy's name picked out pretty good. Like I knew exactly, I mean, from, from a long time ago, my, my best friend mm-hmm. growing up, his middle name was Christian and I've always loved that name. And I told Nicole early on, I was like, I love this name. I'd love for it to be a, a first name for our, a son if we have a son. And she was on board with that. And, and then I found out I was having a girl and, and it was like, obviously it didn't matter, you know, if it was a boy or a girl, so I'm going to love the child, whoever it is. But, but it was a little bit of a letdown. I was like, ah, oh, 
I, w- I thought I wanted to have a son, but then having a daughter, like I would, I could never, I mean, if I would have had a son after a daughter, that would have been fine too. But like, I'd never trade in having a daughter for having a son instead. You know what I mean? Like I just, there's something yeah. so special about having a daughter and like, they're so cute. And like, I don't know, there's just so much there There, like, it's, I don't know. It's just something. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it is what it is. You know, there's, there's a pride, there's a type of like, like a pride and a like passing on knowledge to a son, I guess. I don't have a son, so it's hard to say, but you know, with like having nephews and friends, kids and boys and stuff, you know, there's, there's definitely a, a different mentality of like, you know, you need to like treat your mom with a certain way. You need to treat respect with women. There's a different type of mindset there, but like having a girl is like, I don't know. There's just something really positive about like building a child up to be really confident and, you know, like being proud of herself and like strong and, and, you know, I don't know, just, there's something really special about girls and, uh, I'm really happy to have a daughter. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, I agree. Right. So you teach a boy, be respectful to women and you teach a girl be respected by men. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Respect <laughs> yourself. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Respect yourself and, and don't, don't, yeah. Don't take no disrespect from right. nobody. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. And, um, we got a good dad as a, uh, positive role model. We do. hundred percent. Of, uh, yeah. how to love your mom or mm-hmm. your, your wife and, and, you know, raise your kids and get things done and do what you got to do. And, uh, be loving and teaching and, and all those things and be there and uh yeah just be around love your kids yeah yeah that was the thing too like you know i think growing up um our dad you know having four young sons i think that was pretty uh pretty tough on him <laughs> like he was not the uh, the most pleasant of fathers when we were growing up not all the time like my mom it's hard to compare because our our mom is so like loving and friendly all the time. Like that's just how she always was. She's like always had fun. We'd play games all the time. She always, always like our friends always like came over and she like loved on our friends and all, you know, it was just like very positive. And then our dad was like much more like, I don't know, I guess he was grumpy when we were growing yeah. up, you know, well, it's, I, I think it like, wasn't that he wasn't pleasant. It was, he yeah. was tougher. He was compared tougher to yeah. our mom. So you needed, you needed that, that other side of it. Right, and he he does he he does have he doesn't ha- didn't have a lot of patience for right yeah less patience for yeah. nonsense but there's a little bit of that you need someone on that other side to keep right. things calm it down a bit I yeah, have no right. idea what four boys is like I mean I have an idea yeah, right <laughs> being one of the four boys but you need someone to snap the other way so um, but but it was never he was never nasty you know, yeah it wasn't right that. He yeah. was, he had, he, he was short with us at times yeah, because short we were temper, four boys, right. but he was, he was never a nasty person or he never, right. you always knew that he loved you and yeah. that's the main thing, right? There was always that there. Yeah. I will right. Say, one time, uh, and he's got a, he had a little bit of a temper. I mean, all that's kind of gone away with his old age. He's a sweetheart now. 
He is, but, yeah, um, sweetest guy. <laughs> one time, I think it was, it might have been Father's Day or his birthday, and I <laughs> like got up early to throw like I was going to rip up a bunch of little pieces of paper and throw graffiti. <laughs> not graffiti. I'm sorry, um, confetti. Thought, uh, confetti. Yeah. <laughs> as he walked down the steps and be like, "Hey, happy birthday, surprise!" Or happy maybe it was Happy Father's Day. I forget. <laughs> and he like was walking down the steps, and I like threw it and was like, "Yeah, surprise!" And happy whatever. He was like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" I was like, huh? I was like, I'm I'm doing this thing a surprise. He's like, oh, there's stuff everywhere. Who's gonna clean this up? Blah blah blah. Oh, I was I was destroyed. Oh man, you know. And then then you feel stupid for even doing it. And like, oh, I don't know. But he would do that. He would have a kind of a short like, uh, yeah, uh, like a short reaction anyway. or something. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Short temp temper maybe, but not really yeah. temper. But then obviously he came back and he was like. I'm sorry to meet you. You know, it was great. Thank you. Thank you for that. Like, you right. Know, that was nice. His, yeah, like, he, that he, like, quick reaction was like, ah, oh, he's like frustrated, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's but great. But he wouldn't, the thing is about that, he wouldn't leave you in that. No. He would yeah. see that. That's, I think, here's the key. He sees that you're hurt. Right. And that you tried to do the right thing. And in doing that, he changed how he was feeling. Yep. To try to help you out. Right. That's the yeah. key. That's the good dad thing. Right, and if yeah. you can if you can change how you're feeling to help out your kids, right, and that's what he was doing, and he 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 made sure he corrected the situation, right, yeah, you know, so. right, exactly, yeah, because I mean I have tons of memories, obviously, of us playing like playing, you know, in the woods with dad, and he would teach us stuff, and I remember like cutting down trees and like go, you know, like he like built the pond first to go swimming in, he would go play with us in the pond, and like throw baseballs and tons of like all the time, like playing games and stuff. And, you know, he was like my mom, my dad was obviously worked a little bit more than my mom. And so my mom stayed home with us mostly when we were younger. Um, she couldn't all the time. So, you know, but, uh, but you know, so we have like tons of fun memories with mom, but, but there's like tons of good stuff. And we went camping every summer and stuff with, with our mom because, you know, it's kind of, that was like dad's vacation was like, give me a week away. You know, I could be home, which is quiet. Like he didn't do anything. He just stayed home and just did nothing. You know, no, not, I think he did get some things done. Remember? Well, yeah, no, it's it's not like he wouldn't, he wouldn't go anywhere or do anything special. It was just like, just free time. (laughs) I do remember though, mom saying that dad, the original idea was he had said to mom, Imagine how much stuff I could get done if the kids right. were here. Yeah, right. And then she said, well, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah, go we'll away go for a bit. Like, Yeah. <laughs> so he did. I do remember, though, he would, there was always kind of a thing, like a project. It's like a you list, remember? yeah. Where there'd yeah. be like a thing he would do. I mean, oh, obviously yeah, he right. had his time to himself, but he would like replant the lawn. Or right, he would yeah. like put up paint, paint a room. Right. Or build something. It. I hey, do come back like he, and yeah, it'd be something done. Yeah, yeah, and it was always kind of like, hey, look, look what I got done. And yeah, yeah, yeah and I remember a little bit of that. He, remember when he built the um, the kitchenette for the back of the station wagon? Do you remember that? No. So there was a no. whole like the entire back of the station wagon. This is like an old school station wagon, so like a really big back with I think I can't remember if it was like a swing door or if it was like a drop down or or what like or a hatchback type thing. But he built an entire like kitchenette to fit in the back of the station wagon out of wood, yeah. out of like plywood. So there were like yeah. drawers and doors and, you know, it held like all the kitchen stuff. So you could, you basically like just open the back. I guess maybe it had a tailgate or something. I don't know. You'd open the back and you could do like all the kitchen stuff was there. 
was like, that was so cool. Like I'm thinking back yeah. at it now. Like that was a big project, right? Like doing this whole thing with all the little shelves and stuff and See, he's cool. gonna be listening. It's like I was doing stuff, and, and I wasn't <laughs> grumpy, and I had to deal with you kids. Like you try it, yeah, right, you exactly. <laughs> Drop four you little your, boys on yeah. you. <laughs> you, you with your, your one girls each, <laughs> right? Real <exactly>. tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he made some fun. You know, made some cool stuff over the years, and that was the awesome other thing too. Like Dad was always building stuff, so we learned that from him too. You know, it was like, oh, what are you gonna build? You know, like. How do you do this? How do you use a tape measure? How do you like use a chalk line and you know cut some stuff? And so he definitely learned that stuff. And uh, and you know he was he was in the Smithy build video over there. Still like, I still did something wrong. Like I, when I did the uh, the tar paper wrong on the roof with the wrong way. <laughs> he was like, he's like, oh, it's all oh, the wrong you, way. I was like, oh, too late now. <laughs> We're putting up a metal roof. Like, oh, yeah, okay. you had to make that dad call. You should have done it earlier. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's, well. it's, and uh, yeah, I had that, and I had the also bonding moment, not, not the, as much of the building stuff, but, um, the video stuff, the mm-hmm. photography stuff mm-hmm. that he knew. And I remember he taught, I, the first time I ever edited was with him in our dining room. He had brought home, it was a two tape editing system and it was like a giant laptop that you could bring with you. This was like the first like travel editing system. Right. And, and I helped him at helped, you know. But he let me do some cuts yeah. for this. I think it was a local news package that he was doing. Uh, that's cool. And it was it was like uh, something to do with horses. And I had done a couple cuts. And I think, I mean, he probably helped me out. But I remember right. feeling that I had the, the knowledge to know where a cut should. I just, you have a feeling to go, okay, and that's it right there. Right, yeah. You know, and that's enough there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that end, I remember that taking pictures early on. Right. And it's something I always tell people who are take, taking pictures. It's like the first thing. Now, obviously, to any type of quote-unquote art form, there's rules, and then the rules you can forego later on. Yeah, after you, you know the yeah, rules. Yeah, you got to learn the rules, yeah. <laughs> but his such stupid, easy thing was fill the frame. Because right. anytime someone takes a picture, it's like the people, and then half the frame is like the sky. Yeah, right. It's like if you're not trying to show something around them, step up closer, mm-hmm. get a little bit closer, fill the frame, get everyone. It's such a simple thing. I remember yeah. him telling me that, and then sure enough, I've been filling the frame ever since. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one, right? Because, because, yeah. I think just like you said, at least with like portraiture, people just like take a picture, right? Just like hold their phone up and take a picture. And there's like so much around it that doesn't matter. Right. Like if, if you hand your phone to someone, if you hand your phone to, I feel like 75% of the people, probably more. (laughs) And you're like, Hey, we want a picture over here. They will not move from the spot. You like, like you cemented their feet now. (laughs) Like, no, I'm not, I'm not setting you up to where the photo should be taken from. I'm handing your phone here. I'm giving you now the power. You, you move. You around. move around a little bit. You obviously <laughs> see what we're standing in front of. Whatever. Right. Yeah. And we're all. But come on, like no one moves around. They they freeze there like it's freeze tag. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you're it. You got the phone. Sure enough, where you're like in the bottom half of the frame, like in the corner. Like, oh, come on, just. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, that's something that, um, like you said, in all art forms, that's a pretty important thing. Composition. Yeah, you know, so you want to fill the frame with everything that's interesting, you know, and that's mm-hmm. like when mm-hmm. I'm doing a landscape, one of the first things I have to determine is like where the horizon is, you know, like how high up are the trees? How far down are they? Like how much of the sky am I showing? How much of the land am I showing? What's right. there? You know, like I got to capture right. stuff and, 
and uh nicole and i have painted or drawn or done stuff in the same spot before and and i'm my paintings or whatever my work always ends up having random things in it or i take things out you know because i'm like I'm, I'm filling the frame with what's important, but I'm also thinking about that whole composition, you know? So I'm like, she's like, well, where's that whole like bush and the, and the like fences that are over there. I was like, yeah, I got rid of those. <laughs> those were important. Like I wanted something else in that spot, you know, or like, or I'll bring a bush in or I'll put a tree in like to kind of, you know, set up a boundary on one side where like it would otherwise be nothing, you know? So I think that's right. really important. Yeah. Like, that's cool though. That like, that's one of the things that dad told you. And that's, yeah, I think that too. I think cause you've mentioned that you've mentioned that specific line to me over the years, like fill the frame, you know? So I think yeah. about that too. I'm like, <laughs> right. you know, and obviously like snapping pictures all the time, nice things with digital pictures, you just snap whatever you want and then you can edit it and crop it and things. So I'm always like cropping right. in, you right. know, like, you know, and I tell some of my students, like if they're taking pictures of their, of their work, I'm like, go in, like, I don't need to see anything else. I want to see the edges of your work and that's it. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want you to crop inside your work. Cause I want to know how you filled the paper or whatever right. the space I want to see the edges, but I don't want to see anything else. And they're like, take it like all crooked. I'm like, <laughs> I just like, zoom in. Like oh, they'll take a picture of this. I'm like, all right, now let's zoom in. Let's get rid of everything else. I just straight it up there. That's what I want. I just want just the image, you know, like good light on it. Just the image. Yeah. No, I think, um, you gotta be grateful. If you get something in your life that you have like a feeling of wanting it to be as good as it can be mm-hmm. right a craft that that feeling is not for everything obviously right a feeling of this has to be just right we only get that in certain things we do a lot of stuff it's it's eh, good enough I, i'm not surprised i did it that well something like that but if you're lucky enough to get that feeling in in, in something that you're doing i think that's that's the marker of, of of a start of something that you probably will be decent at, right? Yeah, you, ha- you have a desire to make it perfect, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Right. Yeah, yeah. You have that like that thought when you when you right. do something. You have that thought like, is it good enough? You know, like, right? Can if I it, can it, I do something to change it? You know, like, yeah. yeah. If it bothers you that it's not as good as it could or should be, that's the sign of, hey, you probably. Should you pursue gotta whatever you're doing here, right? You know, a lot of things it doesn't. You just do it, and you're like, "Hey, that that, that looks okay. That's all right." <laughs> but you need, uh, but some things you yeah. get a thing. And you're like, "Wow, no, that can." What if we did this and that and that? And you're like, "Oh, okay. This is for whatever reason is is something I'm I'm good at, or I have a I have a drive for." Right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and I think, you know, dad did a good job of, like, helping us. Both of our parents did a great job of helping us, like, um, encouraging us to follow those things. Those things were, like, we were passionate about no matter what it was, which was always awesome. Yeah, they were always, like, proud of us and pushed us to do the things we love, mm-hmm. which is great. You know, because I, as, as an artist, someone who went to an art school, you know, I would say, like, 80% of my friends didn't have that same type of uh, support from their families because, you know, going to an art school, you know, you're paying a lot of money to go to college to do art. And like, you know, there's a whole generation of people who are like, what's the point of that? You know, like, what are you doing? Like, how are you going to make money and live? Right. That's, that's parents. I guess that's their responsibility to make sure you understand that. But like, yeah, 
I don't think mom and dad never asked me like, how is this going to make you money? They were just like, this is right. what you're passionate about. And we can see that you love it and that you have, you know, you have an eye for it. And they were like proud to help me pursue that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was, that was really important. And I was, I never realized how, how like important that was and how important, you know, how, um, influential that was on my drive to follow something like that until I went to art school and realized that that was kind of a novelty, right? That was, that was a more of a rarity to have family that was behind you all the way. So yeah, that was cool. Um, all right. So I have some history of father's day for us. Cause I was kind of like wondering like, Oh, where did, when did father's day come about? Like who's it for? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so I wait before you start. Is it, Spoiler alert, is it the thing that people always say these holidays? Is it just because a card, a Hallmark card company wanted to make up something <laughs> to sell sell stuff? Well, let me read what I have here. This is from the History Channel. Okay. Um, so there's, let's see. Um, so this says, so the nation's first Father's Day was on uh, June 19th, 1910 in Washington. Um, it wasn't until 1972, 58 years later, that President Woodrow Wilson made Mother's Day official. So this is Mother's Day. Um, that day, well, maybe, no, I guess they just have the wrong, they have it written wrong here. Made Father's Day official that day, honoring fathers became a nationwide holiday in the United States. Um, uh, let's see. So Mother's Day being the inspiration for Father's Day. So Mother's Day that we celebrate today, um, origins of Mother's Day came in the peace and reconciliation campaign of the post-Civil War era um, during the 1860s at the urging of activists, blah, blah, blah. Um, one divided town in West Virginia celebrated Mother's mother's work days that brought together the mothers of Confederate and Union soldiers. It's pretty cool. Um, mother's Day did not become a commercial holiday until 1908 when inspired by Jarvis's daughter, blah, blah, blah. Um, somebody who wanted to honor her own mother by making Mother's Day a national holiday. The John Wanamaker Department Store in Philadelphia sponsored a service dedicated to mothers in its auditorium. So, department store. (laughs) (laughs) So, thanks in large part to the association with retailers who saw great potential for profit in the holiday, Mother's Day caught on right away. In 1909, 45 states observed the day. And in 1914, President Woodrow Wilson approved a resolution that made the second Sunday in May a holiday in honor of that tender, gentle army, the Mothers of America. So, uh, the campaign to celebrate Father's Day as a nation uh, did not meet the same enthusiasm. (laughs) This is perhaps because of one uh, florist. One florist explained fathers haven't the same sentimental appeal that mothers have, which is 100% true. (laughs) <laughs> um, on July 5th, 1908, West Virginia Church sponsored the nation's first event explicitly in honor of fathers, a Sunday sermon in memory of 362 men who had died in the previous uh, December's explosion at the Fairmount Coal Company mines in, Mont- uh, in, in Monica. But it was a one-time commemoration and not an annual holiday. So it was like a father's memorial. Um, the next year... In Spokane, Washington, a woman named Sonora Smart Dodd, one of six children raised by a widower, so a a man without a wife, a wife who passed Mm away, uh, tried to establish an official equivalent to Mother's Day for male parents. She went to local churches, the YMCA, shopkeepers, and government officials, officials to drum up support for her idea. 
and she was successful. Washington State celebrated the nation's first statewide Father's Day on June 19th, 1910. Um, let's see. So, blah, 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 blah. Um, okay, so then there was controversy. Right? Many men, however, continue, continued to disdain the day. As one historian writes, they scoffed at the holiday's sentimental attempts to domesticate manliness with flowers and gift giving. <laughs> Or they derided the proliferation of such holidays as commercial gimmick to sell more products, often paid for <laughs> by the fathers themselves. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, this is all the money we're making, and now you just buy stuff for us with our own money? <laughs> like, I want to uh, buy my own stuff. Right. Um, so then during the 1930s, uh, 20s and 30s, a movement arose to scrap Mother's Day and Father's Day altogether in favor of a single holiday, Parents' Day. Every year on Mother's Day, pro-Parents Day groups rallied in New York Central Park uh, as a public reminder, um, saying Parents Day, ah. Parents Day activist and radio performer Robert Speer that both parents should be loved and respected together. <laughs> and, man, people will come out and march for anything, right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, okay. That, that, that probably made more dads decide fine just father's day then you're yeah, annoying right. me <laughs> yeah exactly I'm going back to father's day is fine <laughs> just stop yelling at me as i walk to work right exactly yeah. <laughs> just make it yeah, oh, right. whatever they're chanting for i'm against <laughs> yeah right because i'm annoyed that they're not somewhere working <laughs> making funny money for their families <laughs> get a job <laughs> um all right father's so... day was built from annoyed fathers <laughs> yeah saying fine we'll do it I actually say paradoxically, however, the Great Depression derailed this effort to combine and decommemorize the holidays. Um, struggling retailers and advertisers redoubled their efforts to make Father's Day a second Christmas for men, promoting, <laughs> promoting goods such as neckties and hats and socks and pipes, and tobacco, golf clubs and other sporting needs and greeting cards. <laughs> and then when World War II began, advertisers began to argue that celebrating Father's Day was a way to honor American troops and support the war. By the end of the war, Father's Day may not have been a federal holiday, but it was a national institution. And in 1972, in the middle of a hard-fought presidential re-election campaign, Richard Nixon signed the proclamation making Father's Day a federal holiday at last. There you go. It says today, to today econom vote. economists established that Americans spend more than $1 billion each year on Father's Day, on Father's Day's gifts. Speaking of Father's Day, uh, which we've been doing for the last half an hour, <laughs> I uh, I think it was 2017, maybe, 16 or 17, I bought myself a Citizen EcoDrive watch for Father's Day. It was like $140 or something. And, uh, and I've been wearing it ever since, and it's awesome because it's solar-powered, and it's great, and I love it. And just recently, I was swimming in our friend's pool, and I got water inside of it. So it's supposed to be, mm. um, you know, it's supposed to be water, uh, water resistant or something up to 30 meters. You know, it's like, it's a, it's definitely waterproof, but the, mm. there's a, cr there's a crack in the crystal. And I think the crack is just big enough that it's letting a little bit of water in. So fortunately it didn't, the watch was fine and the water dried out and it's, it's fine, but I need to send it back. And I was just looking up before we started the podcast, looking where I can send my citizen to get it, uh, get a new piece of crystal put in and also adjust the uh, chronograph timer it's got a a second like instead of a second hand it has a timer hand that goes around so i can yeah. do time and i use it a lot for sailing like at starts of races and stuff and i also use it for 
timing my daughter when she runs around the house or I ask her to go do something <laughs> or little kids, you know, swimming across the pool. So How I use fast a can you get me a beer? Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I have to get that fixed. So it'll be my another Father's Day gift, getting my own watch fixed. Yeah, that's what they should have done. Just said, hey, on Father's Day, uh, Dad can buy anything he wants. Exactly. And he can't get an argument about it. And then we would have had men out in the streets. There's only a few things men want, you know. We want women and tools and things. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you give me those two things on Father's Day, and I'm a happy man. <laughs> and I'll give yeah, up we, tools for the women. <laughs> it's it's the thing. You, you You can just say you can buy what you want on this day that she doesn't understand. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, why do you want that? That's yeah. <laughs> why I, want you, I just want it. Yeah. <laughs> so because I'm thing, a man. And I that's want the it. thing. That's yep. the thing you can buy. Yep. <laughs> Cause every other day it's got, you know, there has to be a justification. There's gotta be a reason yeah. why we're spending it's, our it's money the, on your yeah. thing. <laughs> you can buy the, why do you want that thing? <laughs> this morning, um, we, we just got a new couch and new rug in our living room, um, both free off of a Facebook marketplace or something. They're both in good nice. condition. And, you know, one, one family's moving and did a big old yard sale for all this stuff. And what they had left over, they just started posting it for free. So we got a rug that way, which is in great condition. And then the couch, the people we got it from got a new couch. And so they were just giving it away for free, which is literally what we're doing with our couch. <laughs> we just posted for free. <laughs> a good, like, trade system. So I... Um, I was like hesitant because our couch is fine. You know, it like works fine and whatever. And like, I was like, yeah, I like this couch. Blah, blah. I was like, all right, whatever. That's fine. I'll go get it in the morning today being Thursday is my, my first day off of school. Yesterday was my last day on Wednesday. So I'm off for the summer as a teacher. Um, nice. and, uh, so I was like, uh, and I could tell, like, I knew that Nicole, um, was trying to be sympathetic to me. Because she was like, oh, and on the way home, you can pass by the tool belt consignment. That's right there. You can stop in and see if there's anything there. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. <laughs> She's like, it's right there. You can stop. I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll get it. You know, if you want me to get it, I'll go get it for you. So, but yeah, <laughs> but it was nice. I got home and kind of, you know, moved the couch, cleaned underneath of it, obviously, because there's all sorts of dog toys and whatever <laughs> and dust right. and stuff. So I cleaned all that up and, and made room, put down the new rug, put down the new couch and. And then promptly took a nap on it. And it was so comfy. Oh, it was so nice. <laughs> I was actually like napping when I was waiting for you to respond about like if we were going to come over together or shoot or whatnot. I was like, I'll just lay here. I'll put my phone on my chest. And I was taking a nap. Oh, so nice. I actually napped too. Um, hey. Before we wrap it up, I, wanna, I went down to, uh, what's it called? Second Chance down yep. in the city, down in Baltimore City. Mm-hmm. Yep. Second um, it's this, okay. You've been there a few times? Uh, I have or been. Have you been there? Is this the one down near the stadiums? Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, I've been there, but I've, I've, uh, I've been there like once or twice, but never for all that long. I remember one time I went, and I forget what happened, but like, Corinne was being really like grumpy or something, so I stayed outside with her with Nicole and Kate and a few other people. I forget who it was. They all went in, so I didn't get a chance. But I was like, this place is so cool. I want to go inside, but I gotta watch this grumpy kid. <laughs> oh man, That's it my was last experience. <laughs> <laughs> Being a father, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. no, oh, dude, it is, it is great. It is huge. Oh, oh, um, man, I'm trying so to. Nice. I guess it's, it's like, just think of a warehouse full of everything that's been pulled out of old homes or anything interesting. It's like a, 
half thrift store, antique shop, half rehab place. Right. Um, yeah. And I'm sure it's like in in it's other like parts the of the country. Store, like, yeah. yeah, right. L.A. It's like a you know you'd pay a, a big money, but yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> so even like the amount of things that they've pulled out of buildings, like they go around and that's what they do. And right. I think they they um, hire um, people who've been in prison and stuff. They do all the second chance stuff. Oh, cool. So that's right like on. their thing. It's like rehabbing and all, you know, obviously, like I forget mm-hmm. what the, their slogan is, but it's something like that. Kind of like the uh, Salvation Army or Goodwill, you know. But, right. Yeah. Um, but the stuff there is amazing. Yeah, like, so cool. oh, they have, I'll send you a picture right now um, <laughs> while I'm talking Sweet. about it. And, and you'll, you can explain what you're seeing. Um, but they pull things out of not only old homes around the city, you know, you have all these great old row homes that used to be people with a lot of money. So you have these giant yeah. like bookcases and fireplaces yeah. and stonework and all those Stained things. All, and, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Um and but then they'll like they'll put a picture of where they pulled it from. They'll be like a mansion in Philadelphia. Oh dang. And then cool. there's this crazy stuff that'll be there, obviously that you could never afford. It'll be like but it would be worth it if you had the place to put it in. Because compared right. to stuff, but it, it would be like this giant stonework fireplace and glass windows above it. Some Something crazy like that. It will be like $15,000. But it's like the most gorgeous Dang. thing you've ever done because it was made in the 20s. You know? Right, yeah. Um, but in the back, huge, is they rehab or they, they pulled this sign from a uh, local place that that Dustin will know. I'll sell it. I'll send it right now. And you can tell me what, tell me what you see. You will know. <laughs> and, uh, I didn't have a price on it, but, uh, man, wouldn't that be great to find a way to. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> the Bellock diner sign. Oh, yes. that's awesome. And actually I just drove by there the other day and that, that uh, there's a Starbucks there now. It's a and Starbucks. It's, but it's not anymore. It's not even a Starbucks and the Bellock sign has gone. It's vacant right now. Good. Good. <laughs> but I will say that when they put that Starbucks there, they put the Bellock, they made another, they made it a, like a, um, uh, what's it called? Like a halogen or, or neon. They made a neon sign of the Bellock that sign. So there's this diner right on the corner of Pairing Parkway and Lock Raven Boulevard. Um, it's called the Bell Lock Diner. And so Bell stands for, I guess, Bell Air Road and Lock was Lock Raven because I guess at mm. some point, whatever. So Bell Lock and facing like next to, so it's B-E-L and then like comma L-O-C and one's kind of up and one's down. And then there's these two shapes that look like staplers facing both directions <laughs> so you got these funny little things and it's like such a nostalgic iconic sign um for that location because my grandmother my dad grew up right there and my grandmother was there our whole entire lives and then drew lived there for a while and then i actually had that feeling recently i was like that house is gone now because drew sold it like it hasn't and hit me until to, I mean, just recently but yeah and and we i mean we would we would go yeah have family things and normal yep. things and we, it was just your local diner and it I mean, it was one of those diners that, I mean, there's three signs, two that just say diner, huge yep. with neon, big metal signs, and then the middle says Belloc. And yep. it's one of those signs that take up the whole top of the building. Man, Classic so diner cool. stuff. Isn't that great? Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as I was driving by the other day, I realized that the, uh, 
like I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but like I looked over the last second, I noticed that I didn't I didn't see the neon because they had they had redone that Mm. bell lock part with the staplers like on the front of the of the Starbucks, which I thought was great, you know, because it was such an established thing, you know, it was so like iconic that spot right there. And then when they put the Starbucks there, it was like that's the least they could do, and they did that. You know, like I was like, cool, good on them. You know, good on whoever put that there to keep that alive. But I think it's gone. But it was. It's also like. The most typical thing you could replace a classic <laughs> structure with is another, another chain, like, another yeah. another Starbucks that's on every yeah, corner. Like another come Starbucks. on, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll go and get a frappuccino real quick, but I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this this is outrageous. Uh, one caramel frappuccino, <laughs> uh, caramel macchiato, please. Thank you. <laughs> ridiculous. Five dollars. <laughs> that's ridiculous. And I'll take one cake pop for my daughter. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? You should be ashamed of yourselves <laughs> as oh, you're walking. Out. But and that, that cool. They have all that type of stuff. I mean, that and they cool. have yeah. another area just doors, you know. And then yeah. they have another area. Oh, dust. We got to go. I mean, the amount of reclaimed wood and really yeah. decent prices, like huge beams, huge yeah, things yeah, that you yeah. can do all types of stuff with, like amazing stuff. We went. Um, we're actually looking for. There's a spot where three doors come together, right? You know where the where the bathroom is, laundry room, and the, and, and Maeve's room. That attic panel there, does straight above it. Mm-hmm. We want to put um, uh, a tin ceiling. You know the tin oh, pattern cool. ceilings. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. You know, you don't need much. Just a couple little panels there. Oh, I thought cool. that'd be cool. That that'd give it something. So that's why we went down there, actually. Nice. Just as a as a thing, like, hey, why don't we do that tomorrow? We'll go down, see if they had that. We also needed a bunch of uh, new um, cabinet knobs, you know, right. metal knobs, mm-hmm. and there's a all variety there. You can get all the ones you could desire. But so we we went and got those. Couldn't find any tin ceilings, so we're gonna actually had we talked to a employee and he said he had seen one in back, and he went back to look for. It. He couldn't find it, but I gave him my number. Nice. So if you find yeah. it, we're gonna try to get a real one. If not, you know, I guess we'll just whatever, Amazon and get yeah, to, right, right, tin ceiling pattern. And then put that. <laughs> but I was like, look, since it's only a three by three foot square, I think maybe we can we can afford the real thing, right? For that much, you know, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> How much can a, a square or two of tin ceiling be? Like I don't know. So yeah, no, it can't be. But much. I mean, I'm sure. but we went. We went down. And we had a couple things we we're looking for, but it's mainly it's like this museum of beautiful things. Like there was this um, uh, full. It must have been like a closet and and like a room, like a bedroom, but all the wood, like with all this inlay, it was all pulled out of a mansion somewhere. Yeah, that's cool. It's it's just I, it's like a living museum thing you can buy and touch and right. Like it's it's really great, and they have normal stuff too. Like you can get a office chair and a sink for like 30 bucks too but you can also find these amazing things pulled out and these stained glass windows and chandeliers and stuff that's so awesome yeah i like i love the idea that i love i mean i think just in general anytime there's old things that are being resold (laughs) there's something special about that to me you know like it's something i it's it's just i I think it's just that treasure hunt it's that feeling of Of you pro you might find something so cool that you absolutely love and you're getting it for a good deal 
or mm-hmm. or not or it's just like it's just you find it you know it's like you like oh wait wait there's this thing here and let me look behind yeah. this and wait wait oh look there's that thing i've been looking for yes you know you get it like <laughs> right. yeah well like, it's like crazy a, you know <laughs> it's awesome yeah we had a couple things we were looking for and you know you're excited when you see them um yep yeah and out front there's there's these there's just all types of stonework and there's like steel spiral staircases just out front you know <laughs> like, awesome with a price tag on them and like um <laughs> just all types of stuff man it's great maybe yeah. we could maybe do a video or something or uh the four brothers could travel there cool yeah yeah right look at the bell lock diner sign and That'd talk about awesome. it and, yeah i remember one time we went to bell lock um we were there with the whole family and uh crin was really young she must have been like you know maybe you know, maybe just over one or something, maybe less and yeah, maybe less. Cause she was crying and, uh, and I was doing the, like the, the mega bounce, you know what I used to do this so, like, mm-hmm. when she was crying, <laughs> I would like do this, like bounce up and down, like basically shaking her, like, you know, my whole body, <laughs> whoop, whoop, something about it, but it like worked. And, uh, and I would like do the super bounce. And so I was doing that with her, like, you know, I'm just like, knee bends just in place to get her to and i remember dad being like he always references that like when we were like the diner and i'm doing like walking around the diner doing the super bounce to get her to stop crying (laughs) i was at bell lock yes good times (laughs) cool all right well to all the fathers out there happy father's day it's um you know it is a special day and we you know like like you said, Devin, fathers are are there to support their families and support the people around them, and that's really important. And um, and being you know being being there and loving your family is what's most important. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a father and or if you have a father, make sure you give them the appreciation. Let them know that you really appreciate everything that they've done for you. Hopefully, that stuff is all good stuff. <laughs> but you know, if they're there, that's that's something too. So. Thank you, fathers, and thanks to our dad. Happy Father's Day, Dad. And mm-hmm. Devin, happy Father's Day. And everyone who's listening who's a father, happy Father's Day. Yeah. All right, so your recommendation was Somebody Feed Phil? Somebody Feed Phil. Yeah, and it's All got right, probably so. the best intro song ever. Nice. <laughs> you should you should watch one, Dustin. Yeah, it's well, great. What's it on? Uh, Netflix. Netflix, okay. I'll do that. On Netflix. Well cool. done. He's he's goofy. Um, he's a little weird, and but it's it's great. I mean, the whole thing, the show is great. I'm sure if you watch one, you'll you'll want to watch watch more. Yeah, I know you've mentioned it before, so it must be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two recommendations this week. My first is something that my daughter has been obsess- obsessively listening to over the last couple weeks, and that excuse me, is um, a song by a, 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 a two sisters by the name of Mimi and Josephine. And they are, I think, in their early teens, you know, 13, 14, something like that. Um, and the first time I heard them was when my daughter was playing a song that they did on The Voice Kids, the show The Voice. So their audition song was they did a version of Creep by Radiohead. Mm-hmm. I'm a creep. And it is so good. <laughs> like It is ridiculous. Those two girls have such powerful voices, and they sing such an awesome version of that song. So um, go check it out on YouTube. If you just uh, search Mimi and Josephine Creep, you'll find it. It's so awesome. I'll obviously link it in the show notes below as well, so you can check it out. But, like, 
so good. So like, so good that it like almost brought me to tears, you know, like that welling, <laughs> welling of emotion when you hear something that's right. so powerful, you yeah, know, yeah. And you're like, Oh, you like, you just like that something happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and also the excitement of like, they like they hit this one like one one sister sings and the other one sings and then two of the judges turn around right away when they hear the second sister's voice and then both sisters sing like a harmony together and then all four judges turn around and the judges are just like aghast at like (laughs) how amazing these two sisters are and that they're like these tiny little you know like teenage girls it's just so powerful so they do a really good job in there. Yeah, it's a good song, but Grin is like, she's especially over the last like couple of days, she's like listened to it over and over and over again. I'm like, all right, all right, that's enough. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's my recommend one of my recommendations. Um, my other recommendation is a new YouTube channel that I just found, and I was watching a whole bunch of random YouTube channels um, or YouTube videos over the last like week when I was kind of just doing all my finalizing stuff at school, and I didn't really have students in the classroom. Um. It's uh, a YouTube channel called Gypsy Trails, and it's uh, it's just two. It's a couple, a guy and a girl, who are uh, hiking the Appalachian Trail, and they started down nice. south and they're heading north. And they vlog every day. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, another, another Patreon gets a gift. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I was I was watching a bunch of sailing stuff, and then I kind of ran out of videos to watch, and so I was searching for something, and I somehow I came across them, but um. They're on, they're actually on day 61 or 62 right now. And they're, they're in like down near Roanoke, Virginia. So sometime in this summer, they'll be like up in Maryland and the, this area. So I want to kind of keep watching and we'll see if they're around here. Maybe we'll, maybe head over and say hi to them or something. Do a little YouTube yeah. channel. Like, yeah, uh, you I was know, so you could, thing. you could reach out. Yeah. So I definitely will. They're, they're, like I said, they're in near Roanoke. Um, it means I'll probably be up in Maryland area in the next like month or so. So something this yeah, summer, which would be really cool. But I like, I realized that I was like, Oh, this is cool. They're like doing it right now, like this year. And so I went back and I watched the, like the pre video right before. And then the day zero. And then I've watched up to, I think like day 21 or 22, they're like uh, 200 nice. miles in. So like I said, they're up to day 60. Each episode is anywhere between like eight or nine minutes to like 12 or 13 minutes. So they're not super long. They're just kind of, showing what they're doing they're both super positive and like really easy to get along with you know they're like meeting people and they're they love the views and the hiking and they're being honest about you know how much stuff they're bringing and it's not super technical it's just like really easy to watch but it's fun like seeing them do stuff and and like talking about how their mentalities have changed where like the the guy they're both in their like i would say mid-20s or something mid, mid to late 20s um the guy his uh, his trail name is Gypsy. He was talking about like his mentality of people before he we went on the trail it was always kind of just like that. Like um, people are annoying, you know. That's like his main go to. He was like, "Oh, it's not a person." Like you're <laughs> assuming that person's going to be like an annoying person instead of thinking the best about people. And his like he was saying how his mentality has changed on the trail. Like so many people are good and like honest people and and super generous around them on the trail and like trail angels and people in town and he start oh, yeah. he's like really right, starting right. to see the good in people first rather than like you know having to be convinced he just he's yeah. like starting to assume people are going to be good you know so i was like that's cool so and they're just both talking about stuff like that occasionally and just showing just cool things that they're seeing so it's fun to watch so check out gypsy trails and again i will uh, i'll post links to both um mimi and josephine on the voice kids and 
Gypsy Trails on YouTube. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it's fun. Gypsy it's fun. Trails. See, what we do is we hike out to them or we yeah. meet them and then right. we do a little a video and podcast. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> so you're gonna stop and do a little recording, like hang out. Yeah, in we, Har- can bring, Ferry we can bring the lab- there or laptop and yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, you're you saying that gave me inspiration for one more recommendation. Um, All right, and you should definitely listen to it after this is over, Dust, and tell me what you think. Okay, is Tenacious D's The Who Melody Medley? Ooh, wow. Sorry. The Who medley. Right. Um, it's a tribute to The Who, but it's uh, from Tommy. Like, uh, it starts out with yeah. Pinball, Wizard, and a couple other ones from Tommy. And, like, all... Um, it's them wearing the costumes of the Tommy movie. <laughs> nice. But it's <laughs> so good. Like, speaking of that, like, some... When, when um, Jack Black hits certain notes and they, they yeah. do stuff, it's like, it does. This It's almost the same welling up of feeling, like, this is great. It's crushing yeah. it. Yeah. So check it out, Dust. If you can, pop some, pop your earbuds in, crack them up. Nice. Um, well, it's do. Tenacious, tenacious D's, The Who Melody. Tell me what you think. Medley. Like, I'm going to listen to it again. Nice. Medley. <laughs> Not Melody. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, there's, um, I have a friend of mine, um, Brian, oh, I, was, I was like, should I not say his name? It doesn't matter. Brian Green. Uh, <laughs> I'll say exactly who it is. Uh, he was, he's a, he's a scientist and he works in like, um, agrochemical, you know, the, the field of agrochemicals. So like, you know, pesticides and herbicides, all this stuff. Um, but he's got a very analytical science mind, right? It's like a solving problems. And we were talking, he was, he's, he's a big backpacker and hiker and maker and stuff. So we were hiking, the um when we did our backpacking trip a couple weeks ago um he was hiking with us and he was talking about how he uh like when artists talk about their like uh, emotional reaction to a piece of art or a piece of music or something like he doesn't have that <laughs> he was like i don't have yeah. that emotional reaction he's like if i see a painting by say like a Hudson river school painter. So one of those guys who painted like these big grand landscapes, he's like, I may, I may feel, he's like, I, I may feel an emotional, like I may remember something from a view I saw hiking somewhere. You know, I might have that memory association for it, but it doesn't bring like, Mm. doesn't what, like I don't well up with like emotional response or when like his wife, Liz, who is a musician as well as a scientist, she plays the harp and she plays piano and, um, when she'll they'll go to like a show or a concert or an opera or something and she'll have like an emotional reaction to the music which is yeah, like what you and i are yeah. talking about and he like he doesn't yeah. have that you know he's like it's it there's it's just yeah. not there you know it's like oh it's just different people right it's like yeah, different my, people have different things you know my wife she doesn't have that right I, i've talked to her about it going like oh, you like when when it hits you and you yeah. feel it and it affects you it just it doesn't have to be words it can be notes it's the way it's the way it's put together. It's like right. the root of existence is music somehow. It it's cuts down deep mm-hmm. somewhere way back in the distance. And no, no, she's like, I don't know. No, I don't feel it. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It just. It's amazing. It just, yeah, it's just different people are different, you know? <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> and there's a reason why. Yeah, that's, I guess it's a reason why musicians are driven to make music and, and artists mm-hmm. are driven to make art. Mm-hmm. Like that some of us have that passion that drives us to do that. And some, some people don't. Right. Just, yeah. I, uh, yeah. when I first started dating my wife, uh, she came to a show of our band 
and she wasn't really dancing, just kind of standing there and bobbing her head, you know. Right, but yeah. I was like, man, would she hate me? Like, is this, <laughs> am I that? Are we that bad? Like, what happened? And that, now I just know that's just how she is. Right, like, yeah. Yeah, because, like, when there's a good beat or, like, a good med- melody yeah, or something, I, like, can't yeah. help but, like, I mean, hum along right. or sing a harmony or, like, you know, like, <laughs> like, I start, like, my heart starts racing and, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's have that. <laughs> I will say, though, if she's, um, we got a little uh, a Bluetooth speaker in one of the, when, in the tub. Yeah. And then she plays Disney songs for our daughter when, when they have baths, and she sings yeah. in there. She nice. sings a Disney tune all day long. <laughs> she does love Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Cool. All right, everybody. Well, happy Father's Day to all the fathers again. Thank you, fathers, for being out there, for supporting your children. Um, I, you know, I love being a father, and I love our father, so happy Father's Day. Um, yeah, happy Father's Day. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't already, please head over to YouTube and uh, check us out there, The Art of Craftsmanship on YouTube. You can subscribe and like and let us know what you think of our videos. We love that over there. We're going to be putting up new stuff, working on new videos as always. Um, and you can also follow us on Instagram at The Art of Craftsmanship and at The Art of Camera Guy. And lastly, if you want to support us further, head over to Patreon and uh, you can support us there. Um at that's uh at the patreon.com forward slash the art of craftsmanship dev and i were joking earlier before we started recording that like every time we hit the springs of the arms of our of our microphones we'll like give away something to a patron so we have three three times this episode that it happened because <laughs> i'm always gesturing and boom, hitting the spring so yeah if if you hear this sound <laughs> <laughs> that's us gesturing and yeah hitting the gesturing boom. hitting the yeah the the boom hand, yeah. the, the arm the boom arm of the mics <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but yeah you can head over there and support us if you want and that's it's it's much appreciated to all of our patrons we really really appreciate you thank you all so much it makes a difference and that's it for this week that's a the art of craftsmanship podcast episode 92 thank you guys all so much for listening and we will talk to you next time